here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Jeff Hawkins. Shake Them Ropes Special Edition. Rob, WWE has come to terms with the release of Emma. Rob McCarran. No! You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarran and Jeff Hawkins. was the week before Christmas. Time for Shake Them Ropes, bringing forth a podcast for both happy and misanthropes. At Clash of Champions, did Sammy and KO and Daniel have to pay? Gable and English got over, thanks to Rusev Day. Rob really likes Stephanie. Me, I just groan. But at least the women get a rumble to call their very own. Ambrose is injured, and we may get the XFL. We do know it's Braun versus Beast versus the Demon from Hell. The Tommy debuts, the revival was a surprise. Let's just start the show with Alexa saying, Hey, guys. That was awesome. <laughs> Your host, as always, Rob McCarron. Uh, quick personal note from me. Um, longtime listeners of this show know that uh, I have a connection to the Zinc family. Uh, so any prayers and condolences and thoughts that would go their way as Tom Zink, professional wrestler, passed this week, or we learned of his passing this week. Um, in fact, the family member who used to get passes for me back home was unaware that Tom Zink had passed, and I was the one who ended up notifying him. So, And he's had a rough year with family anyway. So, uh, you know, good thoughts and and and. And in this holiday season, towards their family, please. The uh, the Z Man. Yeah, it was kind of cool. The I mean, he was more than nice to a bunch of dorky kids like myself. You know, who's your favorite wrestlers right now? This is WCW circa ninety, mm-hmm. so it's like you know, for me, it's like I think Flair had just come back. Muda was still around. Doom was around. this Sid, your boy Sid. I met. I remember once. Um. So yeah, no. Uh. Whenever they'd come to Norfolk or Hampton, uh, we we could go. So I mean, I I heard that news and kind of hit a little bit close to home to my fandom. But uh, yeah, I, I seem to remember us doing uh, maybe two years ago. We reviewed like a WCW pay per view or a match or something where it was the most computerized man, Terry Taylor versus the Z Man, or maybe they were tag teaming. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but we did one of their matches. Uh, with uh, with Terry Runnels there, we had to have watched like a random pay per view then and just it done was it something. It was something. I don't remember exactly what because it, it certainly wasn't on the top 100 matches of all time. I can tell you that. No, the only the only match singles match I can think of from his was uh was the one versus Pillman, which I think was what Wrestle War. No, not Wrestle War. It was it was I forget what it was like a Super Brawl or something to that effect. We got we got much bigger news on this show to talk about than I, you know, thought we would have had. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. This would have been like a slow week. We can we can reminisce about the year that was in WWE, uh, but no, we have uh, we have big we'll stuff do, to talk about. Looking into we'll 2018, 
We'll do that next week because I guarantee there won't be anything going on. Oh, yeah. Next, well, hey, I mean, John Cena's returning. John Cena's back for that Christmas Raw. They they should just do some wacky matches on that are Christmas you going, Raw. Are you not, going? I am not going. Are you going. taking Shayla and... Oh, okay. No, we are not, we are not attending a Christmas Raw. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening. Um, I want to see John Cena versus, like, Hideo Itami. I want to see... Let's see Woken Matt Hardy versus Cedric Alexander. Oh, 205 headliner, Woken Matt Hardy. That's right. Woken Matt Hardy's working the uh, 205 Live Tour. That's going to be your big show versus Ryback match. When NXT started touring, they put the Ryback <laughs> on the tours to try and draw a crowd for the WWE fans. And now it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Woken Matt Hardy. As I recall, everybody booed Big Show and Ryback on those NXT shows. Everyone did because they were idiots. Big Show and Ryback put on an awesome match. I was there in Columbus, which is like the second NXT live show. Uh, (laughs) They had Pac Neville uh, versus Cesaro in the main event. And then like in the halftime main event, it was Big Show versus Ryback. And they went out there for 12 minutes and Big Show was working the crowd, getting these chants. It reminded me a lot of when Scott Hall went to ECW or hell, when Big Show versus Batista happened at that ECW TV taping uh, mm. in, in Hammerstein. Like, it was one of those weird situations, but Big Show absolutely owned it. Uh, but I digress. Yes, we are getting a 205 Live. And that's really the main event of the tour. I mean, the main event of that tour is Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy. Yeah. But that's not the big news we have. The big news we have, and, and the big news we have is not the XFL returning because the XFL is not returning. No, it's not. <laughs> Although I did go to the million dollar game and it was a lot of fun. You went to the million dollar game, the big game at the end? Yeah, it was at the uh, LA Coliseum. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was Tommy Maddox the quarterback in that game? He was. Touchdown Tommy Maddox. And that and that got him an NFL gig. Mm-hmm. He was a starter was- for the Pittsburgh Steelers for like Steelers. three years. Wow. Yeah. XFL alum, the stocking stuffer, Jeff Hawkins. <laughs> uh, no, the big news we have to talk about, of course, is the Royal Rumble has its third main event. I mean, this is a main event star-studded Royal Rumble pay-per-view. We already had Brock Lesnar versus Kane versus Braun Strowman, which I guess was officially announced on Raw, even though it was officially announced on Twitter like two days before that. You mean, by, you mean when, when Kurt Angle goes, yeah, it's going to be a triple threat. I'm out of here. Drops yeah. the mic and runs. He's very scared, dude. This guy who had just competed in a TLC match and the Survivor Series main event was scared. <laughs> Run out of that on. ring. Uh, yeah. Fuck broken Kurt Angle. That should be his gimmick. He is. Anyway. Uh, the Women's Royal Rumble match officially announced on Raw. We are going to get a women's Royal Rumble match at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view we're going to. Before we get into the details, before we get into the announcement, before we get into all that, Jeff Hawkins, we're going to the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Are you hyped? I'm pretty excited, yes. I am too. I am too. I am expecting Kelly Kelly. I'm expecting Trish Stratus. I'm expecting Santina Morella. I'm expecting Ronda Rousey to win the whole thing. I actually am too. She's I, ex- I expect Asuka not to be in this rumble. Well, I expect Asuka to, well, I, what? So she's beating Alexa Bliss for the title beforehand? Yeah. Because that's that the only way I, she's not in. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. All right. So you expect Asuka to be the world champion. 
Um, I expect Asuka to be in this battle royal. She's lost a battle royal in NXT. I mean, she does not have an undefeated record. People forget that. No, uh, but I just I just think if you're putting Ronda in this thing, she's winning it. And the way to do that is to either that or to have Asuka win the Rumble, beat Alexa, and then put Ronda against Asuka. We, we I have think a lot of time. The, I mean, we have yeah. a lot of time. They They haven't really done much with Alexa Bliss lately other than run away from Absolution. So maybe putting mm-hmm. her in a match, maybe on the Christmas uh, Raw, I, they could do something crazy on this Christmas Raw, try to get viewership, uh, do something. They very well could. There's plenty of Raw before the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So you could do Asuka uh, winning the championship. I kind of expect her in the Battle Royal. I expect her in the Royal Rumble. Uh, they WWE announced it is for a title shot. The, the winner of the Royal Rumble match can pick uh, any champion to go up against at WrestleMania. They have not officially announced yet how many competitors are going to be in this match. So we still don't know if it's going to be the full 30, if it's going to be toned down to 20. Uh, every every available woman on the main roster is going to be in this match. I mean, you're going to have Alicia Fox in it probably. You're going to have, I would imagine you have everyone. And there's still mm-hmm. a spot or two. If they want to go all 30, you can do some of the the NXT women superstars. You can no. do some surprises. I think it gets pared down to 20, maybe 25, but you know, you're going to have Lana in here too. So you you can have Lana in there too. You're going to have everyone, but the champions, no, uh, no champion, whether that's Alexa or someone else, uh, probably will be Charlotte on the uh, SmackDown side. So no, you know, none of them in there. I did find it funny on SmackDown tonight. Uh, you know, Nikki or not Nikki, but, uh, Naomi coming out and saying that she's throwing her name in the ring to be in this, uh, Royal rumble match. Uh, I, I enjoy a couple of weeks of television that we're going to get with people like, God forbid they do qualifying matches. Like everyone's going to be in this match. Why are you putting Dana Brooke versus Alicia in a qualifying match when both will end up in this match? I just didn't appreciate the way they went about announcing this entire thing, to be honest with you. I, I just I just thought it it's, you know, let the women have their moment and be excited. And as opposed to them being deigned the moment by Stephanie McMahon, I I just thought that was a bit off putting. I I understand why they did it that way. And then Charlotte's speech tonight wasn't very good. I mean, it was the, if she had spoken from the heart about how excited she is about this, because you know, they're jacked about this. Oh, sure. You know, they are. Well, Charlotte said it's like, well, it's thanks to you, the fans, and because of all the social media hashtags and the women's revolution, evolution, evolution, mm-hmm. revolution crap. It's like, no, I want to hear how excited these women are for this moment. I don't want it to just be another thing for marketing. I, I just I, I want some level of excitement as opposed to just having to watch like their Twitter feed and to watch the videos from backstage of how excited they really were, as opposed to this contrived moment type thing. I, I, I really, that really offset. And here's the other thing. And I'm going to ask you this because as excited as I am to see this, is it a mistake to put the women's rumble at the same time as the men's rumble? It is not a mistake. It's the Royal rumble pay-per-view. You have to do it on the Royal rumble show. What sense? Because does it, doesn't make, doesn't it make the women seem like a secondary rumble as opposed to a big deal. No, it's a super big deal. You're going to have a okay. women's Royal Rumble match. I mean, what the yeah, hell? Are you going to do it on SmackDown? You're going to do it on, on No Mercy? I mean, what the well, hell? The men's, well, the men's Rumble is always, oh, it's for the main event at Mania. You know, the women, it's for a title shot at Mania probably, but still it's a title shot. It just, it seems like it might be better served like on a SummerSlam, but I, I, I understand. I get the point. I'm just asking the question, does it? 
somehow shade it a bit. No. Okay. No, it does not. Uh, and especially, I mean, the whole gimmick with the women's revolution over the last few years, I mean, every single time they announce a new match stipulation that they're going to partake in, it's about making history, which also means making progress, making progress being that they are actually doing a Royal Rumble match for the women's division on the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. It's not about, oh, it's a shame it's not for the main event of WrestleMania. It's, right. oh, we're getting a Royal Rumble match on a pay-per-view. It means our just... division is strong enough. It means we have enough competitors in there that's yeah. somewhat believable. And we're getting, it, it's a main event of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. People are going to be excited going into this. And you're, the one part of it that I don't see how they're going to have 30 competitors. I, I think you're right. That might be 20. Uh if you have 30 competitors and you do the minute, minute and a half time frame, the match is going an hour. The men's match is going an hour. Brock's going 20. Uh, we may have a pay-per-view where there's only four or five matches on it, like we talked about last week. So, so I could fine. see I could see how they could go 20. I mean, Royal Rumble is going to go four hours anyway, I guess. But um, before, I, I wanted to get into some of the points you brought up. The well, well, hold itself. on. Okay, go ahead. Well, okay. Let me, let me do two, two more things. Number uh, okay. one. Number one, as long as they don't blow it like they did the Money in the Bank historicalness by having James Ellsworth win the damn Money in the Bank match pretty much for Carmella. Correct. So which Santino totally Morella can't win. Oh, here's a thought that dawned on me just as we were talking about it. Does Stephanie McMahon enter the Women's Royal Rumble? No. No, okay. she will not. She won't. And that's how I, it almost... It makes me think she's completely taken out of the main event uh, or not the main event, but the WrestleMania match that she was being, she was going to be planned in. she was going to be involved in that Ronda Rousey match. And now it doesn't yeah. seem likely, uh, but uh, we'll see. I mean, there's plenty of time. I mean, we're three months, four months away from, from WrestleMania time. Uh, the announcement itself. I thought the timing was surprising. I don't find it surprising at all. that Stephanie McMahon was the one to make the announcement uh, because this isn't the type of match where you can have someone just challenge another superstar in a match. Like I can't challenge you to a hell in a cell. I can't challenge you to a bullet rope. I can't challenge you to a cage match or whatever the case may be. I can't challenge you to a Royal rumble match. Someone has to, has to make that match. And Stephanie McMahon is the authority head on raw. So it makes sense for her to do it. What I found surprising is I get why you want to go off the air with that moment, with the yes chance, with a big surprise. That's what you want to do. It should have been done before you have all these women brawling. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have absolution there standing side by side with women. They just sneak attacked and the women are just supposed to stop being heated, not want retribution to instead listen to Stephanie McMahon, make a match for them. Like that was just super awkward. And that's what took me out of that announcement. The announcement's cool. The match is great. I'm super excited. Uh, they could have not needed to feed Stephanie's ego to be the closing segment of that show. Yes. She I could agree. have done that beforehand. Mm -hmm. uh, and the second thing, Charlotte, she cuts this promo for a match. She's not even going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, she's not going to be in it. It, it. And if she wants to be in it, that means she wants to lose her championship. That doesn't make any sense. Come on now, Charlotte, you're better than this. Uh, but yeah, that's a, it's a big deal. I'm excited. Um, we could see a surprise winner. We could see a Ronda Rousey come in. 
I'm in there for the cool, smaller surprises, you know, maybe a diva, you know, I, I know the term divas out there, but when, when the divas division was around, you know, someone like a Trish Stratus, someone like a Kelly Kelly, I'm excited to see someone like that come into the fold. I think, tr- I think you're getting a Trish. I think you may get Lita. We yeah. may get Eva Marie. Oh, yes. Eva Marie would be great. Eva Marie responded to a fan that uh, that asked if she was going to be number thirty. And uh, I just want her, I just want her entire intro to run, and she never show up. That <laughs> Eva Marie couldn't make it tonight. Eva Marie traffic kept her, but keep yeah. Um, I'm, karma. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking that too. That was in the back of my mind when I thought about this. She's just got the glow the, show. Glow's going to be coming out shortly afterwards. Yeah, it makes it's like the complete. It's the most synergized like matchup there uh so maybe, yeah that would be they, pretty cool maybe they do an allison Bree drew carey type of spot <laughs> yeah you never know she can be serious actor in there uh yeah so the women's royal rumble uh match I'm happening at royal rumble. i am great. happy for that division yeah, they deserve absolutely. and and it's, you know. it's a great match too uh because if there's any fear okay it's philadelphia are they really going to respond well to the women's division philadelphia fans are going to love to count and see who's next and as long as you don't do a flat finish of, I don't know, who would even be a flat finish? Sasha Banks? No, people would be hyped about Sasha Banks. People would be excited for Paige winning, for Asuka winning. I, I don't think there's a negative here. I can't foresee a situation where the crowd turns on this and hates it. I just don't see it. I think they would be more, far more likely to hate the men's main event if Roman Reigns wins than I could see anyone. Them turn, I could see them turning if it may be Ronda wins i don't know Maybe. i think people would be excited for ronda because it means I'd she's like around see, i'd love to see gail kim be a surprise entrant in this gail kim would be cool gail kim um you could have some other indie names i mean you could have chelsea green who just departed from uh from tna you can have anybody from the may young classic pretty much show up in this i'm thing. saying you could i'm saying you could have an ember moon who who will have defended her women's title the night before on nxt pay-per-view you could have iconic Iconic duo. You could have Nikki Cross. You could have a lot of Someone people. Someone debuting. I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities. I'm excited for it. I am excited for it. It'll make it'll make a weird night because there's two Royal Rumble matches. That's a lot of counting down. That's a lot of uh, battle royal on a pay per view. I mean, that is I think, two hours of battle royal. I think the guy. I I hope people don't view it as a bathroom break match. Oh, but no, what, I, th- well, I think I think the it. people. I don't. I don't think people are going to get tired of counting down. They never get tired of of waiting to see what the next surprise is going to be. Yeah, yeah, but then Heath Slater comes out. True. I mean, not in the women's match, of course, but you always have number sixteen Heath Slater. Like, oh yeah, we had to fill time. Number seventeen <laughs> Jimmy Uso. I mean, yeah, these here, are great, yeah. but here, not here are the guys we're gonna here are the guys we're gonna feed to the giant who's gonna throw them all out at number twenty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No big show in this one, probably. I mean, you're gonna have uh, Kane's in the world title match. So who's the big guy? I mean, Braun Strowman is in the world title match too. Who's can the, I? Who's the big giant that's gonna be in the men's Royal Rumble pay per view? Just to digress mean who, a little bit. You mean who goes on a run of throwing guys out? It yeah. may not be a giant giant, but let me let me throw out a random random name for you that that may just just totally sound stupid okay just don't throw it out over the top rope mojo raleigh hey there you go because if they can get gronk for mania 
That would be a way to start to build it. Wait, you think he's going to win or just the big run? No, he, he gets he get, like he gets the most eliminations okay, or something. He's not winning. I mean, that's not no. happening. No, 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 no. I mean, don't be silly here, Jeff. No, I'm not being silly. You're I'm ridiculous. no, I, no, I, I would never say that. I, ridiculous. No. Oh, I'm excited for this Royal Rumble pay per view. I don't know what they're going to do else. I mean, uh, Dean Ambrose is hurt. I mean, dude's gone for a while. The Shield is over. I mean, it had been kind of over because each guy was dressing in their singles gear, and Roman Reigns was kind of doing his own thing. Uh, well, but- they never got the big match. Because they never had an enemy that was equal to needing the shield, which we had gone over before. I mean, there was no reason to bring them back. The whole year of them coming back together was so poorly done. And I I get that people were excited that they were finally back because shield matches ruled and shield matches were fun. I know they were. Uh, None of it made sense the entire year. And now it ends like this. It was all something that should have never been done. Yeah, and it really sucks for Dean because, I mean, he's the natural one who would go heel to break him up. Yeah. I am interested, though. Uh, Dean Ambrose is a is a test case. Like, how will the crowd respond when he comes back? Does he does he get the vignettes and then just show up on a Raw again? Does he get the big, uh, you know, is, I, I don't know what the timeline is for Dean Ambrose, but say four months, would that be enough time for him to come back? And he's like the big post-WrestleMania surprise coming out to to name a name himself a challenger for the title? I don't know. I, I think this could do wonders for Dean Ambrose, though, because the people start to yeah. miss him and he can be a, fre- a, brush, a breath of fresh air later on in the year. He might just jump himself into the title picture, into the top spot on Raw, just because he hadn't been around diluting himself for six months. Yeah, not being a prop comic or being wacky Dean. Yeah, I can oh, see that. But then we're going to get the the hospital vignettes, or excuse me, the local medical facility vignettes with uh, with Dean Ambrose, with props. You know, going through the hospital, like what? What's going on here with my arm? Ugh. I I don't think so. I hope not. I hope they just write him off. I hope the Randy News Network comes back to give updates on Dean <laughs> and GTV. That's what yeah, I sure. want. That's what I want. <laughs> um, Hideo Itami is here. Hideo Itami appeared to save Finn Balor on Raw, so he is officially. I mean, I know Enzo Amore, I guess, was officially because he started as a main roster competitor and now went to 205 Live. But Hideo Itami is an active 205 Live guy who started there, but now is crossing over to the Raw side, the main roster division, the Finn Balor division. He's probably going to be teaming with Finn or involved with Finn on the main roster for a bit. So those are your two guys, Enzo Amore and Hideo Itami, who are your big crossover cruiserweights at this point. Oh, he, him debuting this way kind of mirrored uh, Finn's entrance in NXT yes. where yes. he saved him. Oh, that yeah. was interesting. Absolutely. I mean, those two are back together again. Uh, what are the chances that Finn goes to 205 to help save oh, these shows? Oh, I mean, if I'm Finn Balor and Hideo Itami is positioned as a tag team partner of me, I'm fearful that I will somehow find a way to move myself in the 205 live division and get forgotten there. Like, uh-huh. I, I'd be fearing that. Oh, let's spice up the 205 Live. But who knows? I mean, how long will this 205 Live show even go on? I know they're doing the sure. live shows, but I, four months. We're going to have an interesting picture in the next four months on whether 205 Live is still here or not. But I, that was one of my first thoughts is, oh, Finn Balor. Uh, don't get trapped on that Tuesday night show. Don't get trapped there. So the Monday debut went pretty well. Hideo Itami comes out. 
Uh, you know, the crowd didn't really know who he was, but he's helping Finn Balor. People are into it. He's kicking Bo and, and Curtis all over the place. Great. And then comes Tuesday to 205 Live. And this crowd in Newark, New Jersey, for this Hideo Itami debut match versus Colin Delaney, made <clears throat> more noise for Colin Delaney than they did for anything Hideo Itami did in the match. I mean, no one cared, Jeff. Hideo, oh. Hideo would have gotten a better reaction had he gone 10 minutes with Emma. 50 50 with Emma? 50 50. Just get the crowd into it with the match. Because this was a squash match against Colin Delaney, and this crowd didn't know who he was, didn't know why they should care, didn't pay attention to the match. It was happening in the middle of a 205 live show after they'd seen two hours of SmackDown. This but they knew was, who Colin Delaney was because he was on the main roster. Because he was on right? the main roster for a bit. He right. was on ECW. He he did a dark match, or not a dark match, but a TV squash against the Bludgeon Brothers last week. So he was kind of in yeah. the news. The WWE's website did a feature on him. Um, I mean, Hideo Itami, it could not have been a worse debut. Oh, he could have lost. That could have been a worse debut. Well, I debut. suppose that's true. He could have lost to Colin Delaney. Uh, if you were going to have him win a match, it could not have gone worse than what sure. happened. And I know you haven't seen it yet because uh, you were busy at the time. Uh, but go back and watch. And it's just it's cringeworthy. I mean, Hideo Itami's steroid riddled body just isn't we, what it used to be. The we guy, can't have a guy just go in there and kick a dude in the head and pin him. We have to have him wrestle for a while and struggle. Well, it wasn't that long. He didn't struggle. I mean, he beat Colin Delaney up. Colin got, I think. 15 seconds of heat on Hideo Itami uh, because he was the bigger guy. I mean, Colin Delaney almost towered over Hideo Itami. Uh, but this was a weak start. I hope, I don't hope per se. I think it's, it's a given if he's given time on raw that that will be much better than this 205 live stuff. Cause right now he's not in the important stuff on 205 live. That's Drew Gulak. That's Enzo Amore. That's Cedric Alexander. They're the main event. Brian Kendrick and, and the uh, gentleman Jack Gallagher have a storyline going on on the 205 Live show. What is Hideo Itami going to do? do can, they, can they focus on three separate storylines on a 205 Live show? I, I don't actually, think he appears on Raw again. I think, he, I think oh, I that do. was just intro him and put him on 205. I, I think we're going to see some tag stuff with Finn Balor here, at least until the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. I think we'll see something. And, and that could be the best thing going for Hideo Itami to get away from that 205 live exclusivity, uh, do something on raw. It's the best chance he has. So here's hoping, but this was not a good first day on the 205 live roster for, for Hideo Itami. It was, it was miserable to watch. He hit the GTS and no one made a peep. This is a mm. move that even no matter who does it, the move itself would elicit a reaction. Not because of the devastation of the move, but because of who once used it in the main event of the WWE scene. And this crowd didn't react to it at all. Not one bit. So that doesn't... And this is Newark, New Jersey. This isn't Omaha, Nebraska, right? I mean, they should have done something. And it was nothing. Nothing at all. What else? What else from this week of TV before we kind of dive into a Clash of Champions? Oh, I was just going to go into Clash because there wasn't really anything on SmackDown of note. Nothing on Smack. I mean, this was a 
we're not going to do any. It was a holding pattern. I mean, we had Clash of Champions, which nothing was resolved. I mean, Kevin well, Owens and Sami Zayn still here. Actually, let me bring up one thing on there. Okay. It, it was it was something that was dumb. Um, it was dumb of them to do this Dolph Ziggler story two days after they did basically the same type of promo with Natty. Not only was it a similar type of promo, but Dolph Ziggler laid down the belt. He won the U.S. title at Clash. He laid down the belt tonight. He's seemingly giving up the U.S. championship and quitting. I'm fine with that. You're fine with him <laughs> quitting? I Look, I like Dolph Ziggler. I don't like Dolph Ziggler in WWE anymore. I find, I, I find this character grating to me. There's nothing worse than that meta character who is self-aware that he's really, really good, and he's trying to tell you he's really good, and that management won't push him. There's nothing worse than watching commentary on a show of a company. You know, it's it's that breaking the fourth wall part that I that takes you out of any reality that you you know. So it's it. You know, if he's going to do comedy, maybe it's the time. I I. I think it's just an angle and it'll eventually come back maybe with a new hairstyle. Speaking of new hairstyles, (laughs) this, this is, Oh, I gave you that segue. I feel so bad. This is a situation that's near and dear to my heart. As a bald man. Me too. Randy Orton's not a bald man. No, never was. No, Hairline has never changed. Hasn't appeared to. He's deciding to grow his hair out, and people are freaking out. Now, he's had either the shaved head or the low cut or the buzz cut kind of at the center for 14 years, since 2004, when, by the way, he had the same hair that he has now, and people are freaking out. Like, what did Randy Orton do? This guy must have had a hair transplant. A guy who was banned (laughs) from Twitter for being homophobic and sexist and does not break news, but always claims to tried to put out there that Randy Orton had a hair transplant over the summer. And people are running with that as if it's actual news and real. And I am (laughs) laughing my ass like this guy. The hair looks the exact same, just longer. He's decided to to do something different. That's all. Did Did you see his reaction tonight? He goes up on the turnbuckle. He just kind of rubs his head and shrugs. <laughs> no one in particular. He doesn't take this seriously either. It, it's it's dumb. I mean, what the hell are you guys working yourselves into? And it's not everybody. It's just a. It's just a little bit, I guess. But man, <laughs> man, I, I miss having hair. Oh yeah, I I would have to have a hair transplant. Because I don't have any hair left. Mm. I, I got like a little bit, um, but very, very little. It's very sad. But you know what? We live with it. We move on. Not Randy Orton, though. Randy Orton's living with a full head of hair, just growing it out longer. And good for him. Good for him. Uh, but when I said nothing really was solved with the SmackDown situation. Yeah, I, they set it up in the beginning and then they did nothing in the main event. They just had a main event. It was dumb. And correct me if I'm wrong, it was the same exact main event and result as Tribute to the Troops last week. I did not watch Tribute to the Troops, but I believe you. Yeah, it was Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and AJ Styles teaming against Jinder, Sammy, and Kevin. 
I just thought Shane McMahon was really bad in that segment. I mean, I thought Daniel Bryan was doing a good enough job, but Shane McMahon, I mean, he, he was taking 20 minutes to tell us what had happened two nights oh, yeah. before. He does take a while, with, doesn't he? With, with <laughs> you know, just, just plain exposition, no feeling into it. And every time it felt like he had to emote, he didn't do a good job of it. And it was just one of those things where it's like, how am I supposed to feel about this guy? Because he's, he's a robot. And he's just up there. Last night, I counted two, and then I left my hand up. He left and then you oh. came. And then you came in and you counted three and it was fast. It's like, I do, do, do they think none of us watched this already? Could, could you not have shown this in a 30 second clip to well, begin not, the show? Not only for this, but if I'm Daniel Bryan and I have Shane McMahon telling me that I let my, that he let his emotions get in the way when he was the referee, I'm saying, well, quit putting yourself in the fucking main events as the ref then, bro. <laughs> I mean, you're heated. You're you're putting your emotions in the way. Then stop being a referee. That's not what referees do. And then when Shane says, I want to know what's in your head because you'd made a fast count. I'm saying, well, yeah, to correct your bullshit when you wouldn't count. And these guys had won already. And, and Shane wow. McMahon's going out there like, OK, I trust you, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't. He's just waiting for his moment. He was not going to let his emotions get the best of him again. And eventually well, and he, he will. And then, and then it just ends, oh, have a good show. It's like, <laughs> where did that come from? Yeah. But you know what he's doing there? He, he was he holding, being passive aggressive? Because oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, he's holding himself back. Because okay. he wanted to do more. But he took Daniel Bryan's words and he's like, you know what? Now's not the time. There will be a time. Daniel Bryan took this weird, you know, during Clash, during the main event, he took this weird kind of bump that wasn't really a bump. He like falls on Shane McMahon's back. Yeah. So you can't tell like, is he okay to do stuff? Do they not really consider that a bump because he's falling on the padding that is Shane McMahon's well-defined back? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, they, they can't make up their mind, but I, it's getting closer to where we're going to have some type of Shane versus Daniel Bryan match. I don't know if it's going to be those two indirect or if it's going to be those two directly. Like, could we see proxies? Could Shane bring someone in? Could we see Bobby Lashley return to be Shane McMahon's proxy? We'll see. We'll see. That's SmackDown. Dolph, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Hey, uh, we asked last week, any, any movement on the odds? Dolph Ziggler versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, jeez. He won the U.S. My championship. Did you see my joke about that? When, she saw, when I saw Cody's dyed hair, I'm like, I can't wait for him and Dolph to do twin magic in, in New Japan. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a tag team right there, Cody Rhodes and Dolph Ziggler. And get a lot of people talking. Uh, I was looking up the Tribute to the Troops main event. It was indeed AJ, Randy, and Shinsuke versus Jinder, Kevin, and Sammy. And uh, the Styles team won. They redid the exact same main event from tribute to the troops, just to get through this holiday season for SmackDown. Cause you still have AJ as the champion. Daniel Bryan and Shane are at odds. Sammy and Kevin are still on the show. Like nothing changed from last week's SmackDown to right now. Nothing. That's nothing is correct. different. Um, raw on the other side, uh, nothing, nothing really too new there. Um, Woken Matt cut a promo against the goldfish. That was pretty entertaining. It was. It was pretty entertaining. The Great War is coming. We don't know exactly what this Great War is. 
Uh, and on Bray Wyatt's side is Sister Abigail. So I don't know if they're ever going to introduce someone as Sister Abigail, but they're treating Sister they Abigail did. like an actual entity. It was it was Bray and Drag. Oh, that's well, I forgot about that because that promo, <laughs> that whole feud with Finn Balor never did any. It never went anywhere. Finn Balor was what sick? Is that what was? No, Bray Wyatt was sick. That's right. Bray Bray Wyatt was sick. Oh, I know what I forgot to t- t- talk about on Raw that 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 I wanted to bring oh, up. Oh, what what I, was big on I Raw, a, sir? I have officially turned the corner on Elias. Elias I love this guy. This guy's awesome. The interplay he has, just the the, the unscripted interplay, he has fed and, and and oh god, I howled. The scene with Bailey was just fantastic. It was so good. The, the, from everything from the cockiness when Sasha came in to to him basically implying he he'd have a threesome with her and Ricky James to Bailey coming in wanting a hug and him just walking by. Mwah, loved it. Loved every moment of it. Elias is fantastic. He is uh he's quite a superstar. He's rising in the ranks. He just needs something to do. And I believe he's the first entrant into the Royal Rumble now. I believe so. I, I believe, believe he he's... is announced. I believe now you can just, unless you're Sami Zayn, you can now just announce that you're in the Royal Rumble. That's right. If you're like Sami Zayn, you may Rob, not get If you announce you're in the Royal Rumble, you're in the Royal Rumble. I am officially entering myself into the Royal Rumble. I will be, uh, let's see what we got here. The uh, men's Royal Rumble match. 30-man Royal Rumble. Uh. Under the women's Royal Rumble match, it does not say a number of participants because they have not announced that yet. Uh, right now, Elias is the only one entered. And, and you. That's right. On the uh, on the women's Royal Rumble side, Wikipedia seems to indicate that there are many, many an official entrant for the Raw side. On SmackDown, only Naomi so far. Uh, so yeah, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven entrants into the I women's believe, Royal Rumble match. I believe they're assuming everybody that was in the ring with Stephanie gets an in. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm halfway expecting Dana Brooke to be in a in a uh, elimination match on in a Monday. qualifier match a versus qualifier. Sasha. Why not? Maybe Sasha. Maybe another match with Oscar. Like Absolution. This, another match with Oscar, where this time it's for real. <laughs> I've been watching you on the WWE network this right. time, Asta. Yep, I watched your NXT stuff, but now I'm scouting your raw matches. All those <laughs> matches where you beat everybody. I have the solution. So yeah, uh I want at least one qualifying match. I want one woman to not allow be allowed in this match. And if I had to pick one, it would be Dana. So we'll see. Uh mm. not because I don't want Dana in. I just that's who I would pick to be the one left hanging. It would be Dana Brooke. Oh, I would leave Lana out of this. Uh-huh. No, uh, Lana's getting in for sure. Speaking of Lana, Lana's kind of just hanging around Tamina right now. Her husband, Rusev. Happy Rusev Day to you, by the way. Oh, happy Rusev Day to you as well. Her husband Did Rusev you know? also has a lackey, but Aiden English you know? started to be entertaining. Rusev's birthday is Christmas. Is it really? It is. So it's officially Rusev Day on Christmas. It is. Wow. I did not know that. Good for him. Do you think this Rusev Day stuff is just his inner child lashing out that he'd never got presents for his birthday? (laughs) 
I don't know, but they certainly indulged his baby face side tonight on SmackDown by having him throw out shirts. Was that Sam. was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rusev is great. He's a pro. Uh, the guy is, we posited this a while ago. Oh, between, to. He's, he's one of the most wasted talents in WWE this decade. Between Clash and tonight, he's got an eight English and Chad Gable over. Yes. Guy's a star. He gets himself over. With his work in the ring, in the mic. I mean, the whole reason Braun Strowman is getting over now because he's going in there with monsters like Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Kane, and especially in the Roman Reigns feud, he was putting on awesome matches. He was doing it in the ring, something I did not think would be possible in the first couple of years of Braun Strowman. Like I, I thought he would be he would be serviceable, but it would take some time. And he's going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Right opponents, yes, but he's going crazy right now. Rusev. In his first year in WWE, when he was going in there with guys like Titus O'Neil and Jack Swagger, was getting better matches out of them than they were doing with anyone else on the roster. He was fantastic. And that's what got him over was not only the fact that he was a pushed monster, but that he was doing it in the ring. He was fantastic in the ring. And he is he's gotten himself over in the past. Now he's getting others over. This is a superstar. This is someone who could be in the main event picture in WWE TV and be one of those Completely different from Jinder. Like, Jinder is a, he's forced on us. He's pushed, even though his talent in the ring may not necessarily, uh, or should necessarily put him in that position. Rusev can be in that same position that Jinder was and get five times the reaction. More money coming in, more interest, more people (laughs) watching his matches. I agree, but the danger is he's being very entertaining in a comedic way right now, and they always view that the wrong way. Oh, yeah. No, funny guy. Yeah, put him in there with Aiden English. They're funny guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he can do that. I mean, John Cena can be funny guy, but he can also be serious main eventer. Rusev can be comedic funny guy for moments. But that doesn't mean you put him out there against The Rock and just have The Rock beat the crap out of him and send him packing. It's not what you should do. But he, they do that. And it's sad. It's sad because he could be a superstar. That's Raw on SmackDown. 205 Live wasn't much. You got to watch the uh, Hideo with Tommy debut. It's really all you got to see. Uh, maybe don't see it. Maybe just listen to it. Don't even watch it. Cover your ears. Cover your cover your eyes. Open your ears. What do you make Clash. of Clash of Champions? What do you make of Clash of Champions first hour being one of the best hours I've ever seen? Yeah, it was great. I, I mean, even the uh, even the pre-show match, I thought over delivered in a way. Because, I mean, the, the promos that those two had been cutting on social media, especially the la- that last go-home mojo promo, which sounds weird coming out of my mouth, um, was fantastic. I thought that was a great way to introduce this new badass mojo. I thought, God, if you had told me that Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode would be the match of the night, I'd, I'd have punched you in the face. But that was a great match. And and over delivered, and Dolph seemed motivated, which was great. I think Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin both also looked good in that match. The tag match eventually heated up towards the end after initially being a mess, and just Gable throwing dudes. That's all we want out of tag team wrestling: is guys throwing each other and doing cool things, and then kind of grinding to a halt with the women's match. Yeah, the the first hour, I that that tag team match was awesome. That three-way yeah. was better than it should have been. I mean, you're right. That was a great first hour. 
the rest of the pay-per-view was what we probably expected Clash of Champions to be. Uh, Dolph Ziggler obviously winning the title was surprising, but they're doing this angle with him where he drops the belt. So what's going to come of that? We could see next week on SmackDown a U.S. championship match between Baron and Bobby Roode, and one of them ends up being the champion. Or Dolph comes out and kills them both. He can kill them both. Will we get another three-way on Royal Rumble? That can't happen. Mm. Hell, why don't we do a U.S. title Royal Rumble match? That can't I happen can either. Do. No, that can't uh. happen. No. Bring in everyone from NXT. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just weird, and then like the the lumberjack match wasn't very good, and and the main event was a story match for the most part. Well, not the main event. The uh, the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match was a story match. You're just waiting to see who screws who, and Jinder AJ wasn't very good, other than you know, unless you like 1980s or how did I compare? I compared it to like those 1990 mid 90s. Bret Hart versus Diesel or Shawn Michaels ver- or Shawn Michaels versus Sid type of matches where you have a small guy who can really work and a bigger guy who's just kind of uh, trying to keep up. You know, it wasn't anything impressive. Do we get the Bludgeon Brothers in the Royal oh. Rumble? I, I think so because I think they're they're going to do this program with. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Gable versus the USS for a while. They, so I, I think, I, and I think they're both big. So whoever they want to get over is going to th- end up throwing those two out. Yeah. I was thinking of big guys who can be in this match and Harper and Rowan are certainly two that could dominate the match for a little bit. Harper um, Rowan authors of pain. I, I like, well, that's another issue too. Could someone come up from NXT and battle them because they are kind of just out there doing their squash matches for a while and we're in WrestleMania season and yeah. are they going to get a singles match at WrestleMania? I don't think so. They never do that with the tag teams anymore. They, they, they do the four ways. They do the triple threats. They do multiple tag teams in one match. Uh, it's a weird time for them to be really coming on strong. Uh, but if you put them in the Royal rumble, I mean, they both have to lose like that's, does that hurt them any? I know you can put a Goldberg in there and a Brock Lesnar in there. They get thrown out and it doesn't really look bad because something happens. Uh, but if they do that with Harper and Rowan, it'll be an interesting little idea, a little push. Yeah, but I could also see them go, but well, Braun's not in it. So, um, probably, I mean, maybe he will be, you never know. They've done that before where the competitors in the title match end up being in the Royal rumble when they don't win. Yeah. I just, I, I just see those two. I don't see them putting that much care into whether or not they look bad by getting thrown out. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh. And I'm going to make my Royal Rumble prediction right now. I see Braun Strowman not taking the fall in the Brock three-way at Royal Rumble. I see Kane losing. And Braun being so upset that he completely kills Curtis Axel during Axel's Royal Rumble entrance. (laughs) Takes his spot and wins the Royal Rumble match. Oh, you think he wins? I think he wins, and I think Roman Reigns beats Brock at Elimination Chamber, and your match is Braun versus Roman at WrestleMania with the true rightful babyface Braun Strowman getting his big title win at WrestleMania. So you don't think it's going to be Brock Roman? No, I have no idea. I think it's going to be Brock Roman, but I don't know how they get there, man. Okay. I don't know how they get there because 
you have to have Brock as the champion going into Mania, right? And and if Roman is Roman gonna, I don't see him winning the Royal Rumble, so he's got to win the Elimination Chamber match. I, I yeah. I don't know, but who wins the Royal Rumble? I can't see anyone winning. This is like one of those weird years where you can see four or five guys winning most years. This one, I can't see a single person winning this match. Good. It makes me excited to go then and spend my hard-earned money to watch. Can't see as a opposed single to these person. Previous years where it's like, oh, I know who's going to win this. <laughs> yeah. At least the last few years have had like two or three possibilities. Uh, this year is weird. There's no possibilities. This match is going to end a draw. Somehow they'll find a way. I don't know. I, I don't know who else can do it. I mean, who's your number one pick right now to win this match? Because I think everyone's ro- number one pick would be Roman Reigns. Yes, but it's Philadelphia. You did this two years ago. Can you do it again? Like, are you just mirroring the WrestleMania from two years ago? I don't. Unless you've turned Roman heel by then. Here, Which would be interesting. The uh, the inevitable Roman's got to go heel. Well, I'm just thinking how, how they get around Philly crapping all over the match. <laughs> you know how they get around Philly crapping over the match? Is if Roman goes 10 minutes with Emma. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.